Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back again to The Undiluted Truth. Today's podcast is going to be entitled, Who Are They? Part 4, The Ultimate Puppet Master Exposed. And without further ado, let's welcome in our host, Mike. Hey, Ben. Thank you so much. And, you know, I was just thinking, I don't know if we we could continue on with the who are they, because this just is an ongoing theme. Who are they? You know, when you said part four, I went, wow, this is part four of who are they? Yeah. But anyway. Our I, podcasts are kind of riddled with who are they, really. I mean, You're exactly right. And I love the title, The Ultimate Puppet Master Exposed. Mm. Thank you. That is that is very appropriate. So there are a lot of puppets out there, and we're going to mention one in particular uh, this afternoon. And so, but anyway, uh, this is going to be sort of the round table type table talk, uh, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but plenty to talk about, and this is really going to you talk about pulling back layers and sheets, and maybe this is going to pull back the master curtain. But I think this is going to be more of a, we do have hope and a little bit of the spiritual side of things. So um, we are going to be uh, tumbling rocks and we're going to be having at it, um, if if you will. Yeah. All right. And we do have a guest here as well today. Yes, we do. And uh, we are glad to have Joe here with us again. Uh, we like uh, when Joe is able to be here. Uh, just uh, credentials. Joe is a medical technologist. Okay, guys. So mm-hmm. this is what I just heard yesterday for the first time. The state premier of New South Wales, Australia, Gladys, and I'm going to try this last name, Barakian, uh, and we'll, we'll leave it at that. Uh, Fair enough. She announces that because of the variant, there will now be no more talking. You are not going to be able to talk, Ben. So I'm sorry. Was I supposed to say something there? Hold your breath. <gasps> Very good. Very good. Uh, ben, you still there? Uh, maybe. Maybe not. So unbelievable. We can now no longer talk. And there you have it. And forgive right. me. But she did a press conference and basically said that if you see your neighbor about or a friend or someone at the store or gasoline station or out in the public square, do not carry on any conversation with them. We need to suppress talking because that will spread this new variant that is just going to run rampant. And we can't risk that here in our country. Or I think, you know, I don't know where this was being done, maybe Sydney. But bottom line is, even if you have a mask on, she said, don't even think about trying to do it. We need to make sure that nothing escapes. Well, that just goes (laughs) back to, that goes right back to what we already know, that this virus is not stopped by the masks that we wear because it's too small an organism to be stopped by the mask. So it just confirms what we all knew in the first place. Why are we wearing a mask? Well, well they said the same thing about singing at first. Yeah. What well, was it about singing? You weren't supposed to sing in church or something like, yeah, what right? in the world is that? 
Well, Joe, you were confu- oh. yeah, you were confusing us with the facts. So, I mean, yeah, let's um, not do that. Pardon me. Yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. want to. <clears throat> I wouldn't want to uh, uh, oh, confuse my. anybody with facts. But, I mean, you know, <laughs> those are you know, we just use them when we when they're convenient or, or work for us. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the, the the facts are are being uh, checked in really right along with the common sense. I believe with most people because I, I think a lot of people until you repeat back to them. When they say you have to wear this kind of mask, you have to do this, and then, you know, mm-hmm. and somebody says, "Well, why are we wearing a mask? The isn't the vaccine working? Oh, the vaccine isn't working. Oh, we have to still wear a mask if we're vaccinated, and oh, we have to get another vaccination. Mm-hmm. We have to get a booster because these <laughs> variants are coming, and." <laughs> We we now we can't. Some are suggesting, and you know, we just mentioned mm-hmm. you you can't even carry on a conversation. Now, my first thought is not duct tape. Well, no, my oh, sorry. <laughs> I I you, need. You know, duct. if you really don't want to spread it, we just need to uh, stop breathing altogether. Okay. Yeah. So for those of you out there listening, if you're really in that category and you want, just stop breathing. Okay, and it'll work itself out naturally at that point. Well, don't worry about that. It. That would only be temporary for what I think that some people want. They 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 want the stop breathing to last like for a you know for, for eternity. Just you know yeah. Just, but you yeah. Know, stop breathing. You know you're eventually just going to pass out, and then you'll start breathing again. Well, that's true. You need to have a somebody there to assist you in your yeah. But on the lack breathing. of breathing, yes. Yeah, but yeah. on the duct, <laughs> but on the duct, on the duct tape thing, you know, I I get into the point to where I need to take duct tape and just wrap it around my brain, and because it's. <laughs> I, I I can't believe some of this stuff. It, it is just amazing, it makes and no I don't. Sense. And I don't necessarily think it's they don't want you talking because you might spread a variant or a disease. They don't want you talking because they might hear some of the things that we want to that we have to say here. Oh, you, you know, mean they, they, you mean like the truth? Yeah, oh, the, yeah. the truth and facts. So oh. uh, it just but ne- those are confusing. Mm. Yeah, and it never seems to amaze me how far these people are going. But you know, wow. we we have we have really unpacked, unwrapped, peeled back what uh, turned over enough rocks to identify some of these individuals that, that, that we have talked about. You know, we've got three episodes now that are is titled, Who Are They? Right. And, you know, there are some really disturbing individuals that are behind a lot of this. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think that we need to look a little farther, guys, um, because when you look at this, the thing that is consistently attacked is humanity, the actual creation of God, the ultimate creation, not you know, not everything that he has put out there for us to enjoy, you know, from the original design, you know, the 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 birds of the air, the fish of the sea, you know, the greenery, the plants, the the, the flowers, the fresh air, you know, right. the sunshine, the stars. I mean, you know, we can go on and on. But when you're talking about masking up, when you're talking about man-made vaccines that that are made in the lab, 
Mm-hmm. They, they, not, they don't even meet the definition. If you're talking, even talking about lockdowns, all of this goes against what God created us to, to do and be. And what we just mentioned, yeah. did God, well, if we're not to talk, why did he give us a tongue? And I mean, all of this goes against what God made. Yeah. Now, I go to the idea of who are they. I think they're just simply pawns of the devil. I mean, they are pawns okay. of the one, as a, as the scripture says, that, 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 you know, that the dragon is wroth with the seed mm-hmm. or the remnant or God's people. I mean, this you could almost see this clearly as a retaliation of the spirit, you know, the spirit of evil that is permeating around this world. I look at the vaccine is causing us to generate a spike protein. It's got this messenger in this envelope that that is trying to tell the body to make. Now we weren't made divinely to make spike protein. You know that's simple. If we're we're, we're also being asked to put masks on. Mm-hmm. And now there's a couple of studies out with masking that is actually coming up after a year of masking with children and and you know and and in many workplaces. There have been the one that I'm thinking of that I just heard about was that they took these masks and and it wasn't just a few; it was hundreds in in this particular study. And they're finding all kinds of bacteria and and different things that is getting trapped in there, and you just continue to breathe it. Mm-hmm. Well, yep. I'll I'll say and, and mention this to Joe, Joe, with with your background. I mean, we breathe, we exhale because it's CO two is a toxin. We get it out, and if we trap that, and we are constantly breathing just that, not to you know. Not to mention all of the bacteria and whatever's developing on this so-called mask, and you mentioned it earlier about the mask, you know, not even helping aerosols. But I, my mind keeps going; it's to destroy again the way we were made. We'll go back and 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 just think about this for a minute. I don't know if you've seen the the film uh, Apollo thirteen. Yes, I have. Okay. In know. that film, and this was based on actual fact, what really went on on Apollo 13, the guys had to move out of the command module and into the landing module. Mm-hmm. Okay, The landing module was designed to scrub the CO2 for two individuals. They had three individuals. Right. So now all of a sudden they were producing more CO2 mm-hmm. than their the facility they were in mm-hmm. was designed to handle. What happened? The CO2 level started to go up. As the CO2 level started to go up, something was happening to them, and it was noted back at NASA base station because their health records were being monitored 
while mm-hmm. they, you know, they were all on these monitors. Yes. And they were being monitored, and the doctors were saying, wait a minute, something's going on here. Why? Because CO2 was going up. And if that was harming our astronauts, you think it doesn't harm us? Yeah, yeah. So what you're saying is there's no way in the world we should be wearing masks of, of that type anyway. Well, at least not for the length of time. Yes, yeah. I mean, I, yes, we have to wear them for certain things. If sure. I'm going into a patient's room that has a highly contagious disease... There is a specific mask that I'm supposed to wear to protect myself from that disease, that, that disease that is an aerosol disease. That's okay? right. It's called an N95. Now, that particular mask is designed to fit very tightly around your face, and as a matter of fact, every healthcare worker who has to go into those kinds of patients' rooms has to be tested every year to make sure that the N95 mask that we have in the facility fits properly on them mm-hmm. and keeps that stuff out that's supposed to be kept out. There's a whole procedure that we have to go through. I'm not allowed in those patients' rooms because that mask doesn't fit me correctly. Right. Okay, so I can't even go in there. I have a tag on my badge that says... I can't go in there. I can't wear this mask. It doesn't work. Right. Okay? So it doesn't work for everybody. But it is a specific mask to prevent us from getting that highly contagious aerosol contagion. Okay? But we only wear it long enough to be in the room, take care of what we need to be in, come out, and take the mask off. Yes. Yeah, that, uh, that's what I was getting at. The, the, the emphasis should be on short lived short time having it on. I know that Dr. Fleming actually mentioned the N95 mask in, in part of his presentation and talked about minimal use. He couldn't even, he said, I can't use this when I'm doing surgery. It's it, it yeah. for two things. It's, it's not healthy. And mm-hmm. that is an OSHA violation, which has been in place since the early seventies there's regulations against these masks now. Yeah, and it's not designed, that mask is not designed to be a surgical mask. That's it's, right. Because the, the difference between these is the N95 designed to protect me from this environment that's, right. that's out there that can cause me harm. The surgical mask is designed to protect the sterile field that you are operating in. That's what it's right. for, is to keep my germs from getting in a sterile field. Right. There are two different purposes, two different kinds of masks. The, the surgical mask allows me to get air in and out. Is it still good to wear it for long periods of time? No, it's not. No, because you're going to be breathing that because you're not. It, it is breathable, It like is breathable, but you're still, yeah, you're still retaining some of that CO2. You're not getting as good a circulation of air as you as you really should have. That's right. And My, when 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 we're restricted from that, I mean, the the idea is we're robbing the center of everything, our brain, from oxygen, which is desperately needed. Yeah, I I just had a question because going back to the N95 that you mentioned, it, even that. Do, I mean, you work in a lab. Do you as a lab, when you get, um, 
say a new disease or something, do you test for how large this particle is in the disease to make sure that the mask, i.e. the N95, is capable of that? Or do you just go on blind faith that, yes, we've already tested all these diseases and, well, this mask works? Because my question is, where's the data on the size of for each of these diseases? Because you should have that so that you can properly find a mask that actually works. The, the, yes short no? answer, the short answer to that is, is yes, the N95 was tested for those respiratory diseases that we normally would come across that are aerosolized and that are contagious. However, the uh, COVID-19 is a new thing, and whether or not the N95 has been tested against that, I cannot tell you. I'm sure that somebody has somewhere along the line, and I, if you know, and I don't and, know and the I'd, answer to that. Well, I, I, per, I personally would like to know what what the size is, because then you you could compare to mass and figure out based on the specs, is this actually doing anything? Well, I think you know, what we're hearing, but now, that was just my question. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, you that's know. that's an excellent question, and I know what is supposed to happen because in my industry, you know, handling you know, pesticides and whatnot. Right. Uh, I, I can appreciate what Joe said, but we have to go for respirator fittings. Right. And right. Some exactly. guy's shape of their face, you know, for, of course you can't, your the hair on your face has to be in a way you can have a right. little bit, yeah. you get, but it's gotta be in a way that that thing seals, seals. properly. Yes. But that, uh, excuse me, but they run you through the mill on these things. I, I know that I was going through this test at one point and you know, they, they have you covered with, um, I'm just going to call it uh, for listeners, a, like a bee hood, but you've mm-hmm. got a respirator on it and they, right. and they pump, you know, some gas sort of in there, gas right. in there. Well, and then they will ask you to do certain things. They'll ask, they might ask you to do jumping jacks or or move this way or that way. But or one talk of them, or something. Yeah, one of them is is running in place. And I was doing great until I started running in place, and that thing started coming, falling down my <laughs> nose, and it, it, yeah. I failed the test. So I had to get another style of respirator. But right. what I'm getting at is. These things are tested on a regular basis based on what you're going to be around, and they should be. And we we have some uh, products that we can use a cloth or an N95 type of mask so that it doesn't come in. But you need to be right. – with the respirator, you can breathe, actually, fresh air. So really and, – and I don't want to stem uh, looking at uh, – a whole population walking around with respirators on, but that would actually be better than these masks would for the individual wearing them. Well, what we do here's, here's <laughs> yeah. to, to go back to that. We have, uh, it's PAPAR. It's a, it's a, it's a respirator system where we actually, when we're dealing with a, uh, unknown biological hazard. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which can be a lot of different things, but an unknown biological hazard we have to wear uh, a papar suit. It's literally you are completely taped up, completely enclosed in this plastic suit mm-hmm. and a respirator with triple uh, filters on it and a battery pack to run the whole thing so that you get the so you have air coming into it. 
that's going through these three filters before it gets to you. Um, yeah. Um, so, so, you know, we have ways of, of dealing with the, the super micro organisms or whatever it might be right. in order to protect suit. ourselves. Yeah. It's yeah. a hazmat suit. Yeah. And well, and what we have heard, we, ha- we have heard that the masks that most everyone's wearing, school children, the, you know, they're right on down the line. Just cloth. It's cloth. And you use the word aerosol, Joe. It's, it, it is an aerosol transmiss- uh, transmittal. And those, those masks aren't doing anything other than more detriment. They're trapping bacteria and, 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 and CO2 poisoning, robbing uh, the brain from oxygen. And what this one... German neurologist, and I can't remember some of the other credentials she had, but she she did a test just basically on the oxygen to the brain and the effects of brain cells. Right. Well, what she had found out was there was a certain area in the brain that the brain cells were being robbed, and once they start to deteriorate, the key statement that she made was these particular cells once the pieces of them start to deteriorate they do not regenerate that's it it's for a lifetime and the fear is and in this report was that what you could have in children eight nine years old because a part of the brain is an area where and I think uh, Dr. Fleming touched on this part of the brain as well, is, is where the Alzheimer's or dementia. Right. So you could have kids 18, 19 years old that have been, if this continues, and if, and if, it, if it gets With robbed, so much, that they, you can see dementia cases at early 20s. You know, it, it, so, you know, we, we have... Which means you're going to have functioning adults running around there that are basically crazy... Well, you know, um, well, I say, mean, in a sense, basically, well, I mean, you because of their age, you think that there would be normal, but they're not. Well, and it, it's yeah. not their fault, but you're going to have a bunch of these people just running around that can flip out at any. I mean, well, they could be confused. I mean, if you got if you have dementia, I mean, you know, you, you, you're you just you're not a functional right. you're, you're, person. Right. And you sorry, know, to the be crazy was a bit much. <laughs> But well, to, I mean, in other words, they won't be acting right. So you're going to have a bunch of memory loss. people that are just like, yeah. it's mm-hmm. really, it, it boils down to memory loss. Right. And <sighs> I would love to share that. I need to, we need to, uh, need to bring that article up. Uh, that is an excellent article. But the thing is, is there are people out there doing studies on just the masking and some of the, the problems that it's causing. But let's just face it. Think about, we've had lockdowns, we've had masks, we've had vaccines, and we're hearing, of course, over in Australia. Nothing's working. They're locking down. Here, all the kids are supposed to be wearing masks now. Uh, and if you have a vaccine, you still have to wear a mask. It's still so. Tells we, me, we've done all of which this. Which tells me we wasted our money making yeah. the vaccine. Yeah. And, and I could have said that from the get-go for one very simple reason. I know what they're doing with this vaccine. It is not the normal vaccine that I got as a kid for mumps, measles, and uh, 
rubella. Whooping cough or rubella or whatever. Yeah, the MMR okay? was. The MMR. It's not that kind of vaccine. That vaccine was the actual virus that had been attenuated. Attenuate. Mm-hmm. So that it couldn't cause me to get sick because it wasn't necessarily alive. If it was alive, it was not functionally alive. Right. Okay. But what that did was that being injected into my body gave my T-cells something to look at, and Mm -hmm. they recognized this as not normal. And we talked about this before, okay? My T-cells now have come up with an immediate response to this, and I might Mm -hmm. have a little swelling around that site, and that's part of the T-cell response, okay? Now I go on, and in a few days, I start my... B cells start to come in and start to create a permanent mm-hmm. functional antibiotic. Okay? Long-term memory. A long-term memory of my immune system. That anytime it sees anything that even looks close to this, it says, I know what you are. Yes. And when a variant comes in, my immune system doesn't say, well, I don't know what you are. You know, you're just, you, you, I don't recognize you. My immune system says, mm, you don't look exactly like what I saw before, but there's enough of you that, yeah, I know who you are, and yes. I'm going to take care of it. And, it and destroys I it. don't get sick, or my sickness is extremely mild because my body is responding to it the way it was designed Thank to. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> right back. See, that's the crux of it, because the body was designed that way. I mean, for instance, uh, I know my mom intentionally, I can remember, my brother came down with chickenpox. Well, my sister and I were intentionally exposed, so we both had, you know, had them at the same time. Mm-hmm. And the same thing ran through the house with measles. I'm not sure who had it first, but we all had them within really within a couple of months of each other. So get it, get it done, get it. We did that with mumps. Yeah, I've 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 never had a measles vaccine, a chickenpox vaccine, and. I have never even come close to having either one of those things. Why? Because of the antibodies that someone thought way ahead of time to put inside of me. Oh, yeah, that one was God. Mm -hmm. And And being that I have those antibodies and I've been exposed to it, I cannot get that again. And I'll go you even one better, okay? Oh. This is – and because – my sisters both had chicken pox. Now, we all three of us got mumps about the same time. One of our cousins came with it and shared it with us, um, and, and we all got it, okay? My sisters both got chicken pox. I never did. I never had chicken pox. I was exposed to it. Mm-hmm. But I know that my body developed, because of that exposure, and immunity to the chicken pox. To, to, yeah. Why do I know this? Because both of my children had it. And I lived in the same house with them. And, and I didn't get it after not, they You when apparently they had it. didn't pass on that uh, genetic uh, code to me to be uh, nope, immune to that, that one. Thanks a lot, Dad. Can't do that. Yeah, anyway. yeah. <laughs> but I will tell you this, though. Here's the interesting part of this. If your mother nurses you 
while your mother is nursing you, any immunities that your mother has are passed on to you during that time frame so that mm-hmm. you have those same immunities. Now, you don't maintain them permanently. This is a temporary thing. This is coverage that the Lord created for us so that our children, when they were young, would be protected by their mother's immunity. Mm. Now, that's, uh, that's interesting. I can appreciate that. So I, I think that what we shouldn't overlook is the fact that we are, we, we are and have been created wonderfully, and we really shouldn't be in the panic that we're in, especially, especially knowing what we just went through uh, with a, a previous episode with Dr. Fleming, knowing that no matter, even at the worst-case scenario with this so-called COVID-19, it's treatable. And yeah. there is nothing, and, and they are trying to, to come out with, uh, some, some I'm going to call them mock studies that the vaccine, this this new vaccine with the new variant, and they've got these are going to tweak these vaccines a little bit to where they're even better than hmm. natural immunity. Right. That has never ever happened. There's never been anything better, and there's never been a vaccine that's been that good. So, but these things are coming out, but. I, I I don't and, and I, I think about the the story and and I'll tell this story as as an analogy. Okay, back in the 1930s, the uh, <clears throat> Army Corps of Engineers, in its great wisdom, decided that the Kissimmee River in the state of Florida needed to be straightened out, make it a better waterway, and they could use that and they could help reduce some of the flooding that occurred. So they straightened out the river. What happened over the next several decades was that the flooding didn't stop. In some cases, it actually got worse. So in their hindsight wisdom, the Army Corps of Engineers said, maybe Mother Nature got it right. Uh, (laughs) Maybe. And they put the Kissimmee River back into its original winding course. That's amazing. <laughs> you mess with nature, it's going to mess with you. Well, absolutely. Well, well. And, but before we wrap up here, I, I, I just want to draw attention, in, and here we go as a springboard into another study, but everything that we were talking about with the body and so forth and yeah. everything that's trying to interfere with it actually could come from the Number one, I guess, enemy, the number one uh, uh, enemy of, uh, of life, which would be our enemy, the, the devil, because Absolutely. everything, you know, we're interfering with all these things, the mask, the vaccine, the lockdowns, uh, even this individual that doesn't want us to talk to each other anymore for whatever reason. Um, all of this is, is a major attack on human creation, human life. And we know there's only one creator, you know, and mm-hmm. that, that one is God. And we also know that Lucifer was extremely upset when he was cast down. And I think 
based on prophecy, and that's uh, definitely another episode that we can get into, that he is ramping up. He is he is really giving it everything because you look at what's happening, and and I think we all just shake our our heads and go, I I can't believe that these people in high positions are actually saying these things. You know, you got a leader of of Australia, you can't talk. You've got um, you know people that have no idea of what the the detriment that masks do on on young children, and on top of that, there's been no recorded or no evidence of any child giving COVID to a teacher in such a, in such a manner that they were hospitalized. Their, their immune system is, I mean, you know, I'm not going to say the ages in this room, but uh, or <laughs> the, the school kids' immune system, if not by some birth defect, a hundred times stronger than ours, most likely. So I, I think we're looking at pure evil as we're drifting in to the last days of, of this earth's history. And I think that's worth mentioning and sort of digging into a little bit and, and identifying it and what can we do as God's people to prepare. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, thanks again, uh, both you guys. Joe, again, it's, it's, it's nice to converse and, and uh, spend time with you, with your expertise. It's, it's really priceless. So with that being said, uh, why, don't you, why don't you have prayer uh, for us, Joe, as we close up? Our loving and gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have given us minds mm. that can discern different things, that we can actually look at things and be able to find the truth in it yeah. or the falsehood so that we can look for things ourselves, so that we don't have to depend on somebody else, but we can depend on that wonderful mind that you have given us, and using that and asking for your wisdom through your Holy Spirit, we can be better people and better discerners of truth. Thank you for that, and bless us and keep us, for we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.